Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. my friends do not address your internet control device whatever the hell you're watching this on because that's right me and the people at one culture wrestling we sat down and we decided because nxt 2.0 is about to have a heat wave special we should take the figure of power we should keep the good bits and up the bad bits are down and that's exactly what we're gonna do right now hit it <laughs> Things are changing, are they not? I mean, the opening package for Heatwave was narrated by none other than Paul Heyman, which kind of makes it feel like all our worlds are coming together. Now, I know this was probably a wink-wink nudge-nudge to the fact that ECW also had a bunch of events called Heatwave back in the day. But let me enjoy my toys, please. Gets me excited. With that in mind, our very first match was for the North American Championship as Carmelo Hayes was taken on Giovanni Vinci. And no... The latter is not me. Please stop tweeting it. This was as good as you expect, though, even though Trick Williams was on the outside casting distraction, like he just leveled up and he was trying to waste all of his MP. And I tell you this, when the time does come to put these two guys on the main roster, they will absolutely smash it if they are used correctly. I think they tick all the boxes. The crowd was also super up to this, which did make it feel like a premium live event. And honestly, for a good while, they were just going toe for toe until Williams did go, ha ha, interference which allowed Hayes to get on top. This is ridiculous though, so that didn't last long. And the most ridiculous part is when Vinci did this like rolling fireman's carry and almost instantly hit a springboard. Carmelo was inspired by that mind because he then hit a backwards springboard, which he turned into a leg drop. And then there was another springboard when Giovanni went, what? And he went flying to the outside and he took out everybody. I was like, what the flub is going on? This kept on coming too as if the ropes were just some kind of trampoline. And of course, eventually Vinci did have the thing won. But what did Trick Williams do? He grabbed Carmelo's leg and he put it onto the ropes. The referee didn't know what had gone on, so said, well, I suppose it must have been a two-count. And I was like, no, you stupid official. Trick just got in the ring at one point, and I was like, referee, would you please try and calm this down? And while this didn't work, in the sense that both bad guys got powerbombed into each other, this had created too much noise. This had created too much fracas. So poor Giovanni got basically hurricane rounded right into the floor, and he lost one, two, three. 
This was so much fun, though. I thought it was a solid opener, and you could just see that they've got all the tools to go build a wall up. We then got this weird bit where Bron Breaker and Mandy Rose ran into each other in the parking lot, and they were basically yelling at each other, like, well, I'm still going to be champion later. And the other person was like, well, I'm still going to be champion later, too. And I was like, why would you be saying anything else? And we also saw Von Wagner and Mr. Stone... They did a little bit of an interview, and as always, they never happy. Which is definitely the same for what happened next. Because while this was meant to be a special, it's still the NXT TV show. So we got reminded about all the problems with the diamond mine. As these four guys came out to the ring, I presume to try and sort it out. I say presume, because they failed terribly at it. Because the Creed's basically got in there with a microphone and was like, somebody is making us crap, and we're going to call them out right now. When they turned and looked at Roderick Strong, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's you. And it's true because Roddy has been a massive ass recently. And he tried to say this by saying, no, Brutus, no, Julius, you are the future of tag team wrestling. Don't know why he's like a British rocker from the 60s. But you are the future of tag team wrestling. And you could even give the Usos a run for their money. This is when the Creed's are like, how dare you call us the future? We are the now. And I was like, bros, I think you missed the point. Nothing was going to convince them, though. So we got to this cool visual. We had the Creed's on one side of the ring. On the other, we had Strong, as well as Damon Kemp. The whole time, he was kind of just standing there playing Nintendo and trying to figure out what was going on. Eventually, Julia showed that footage from a few weeks ago in that multi-man tag team match, which proved that Roderick is not helping anybody. And just when it seemed like they were going to beat each other up, All of a sudden, Gallus was here. That's right, the group from NXT UK. I mean, they just teleported in from the Starship Enterprise as the Coffees and Wolfgang left everybody laying, especially because then they stood over their dead bodies like, ha, 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 we have arrived. So you have to assume now the Diamond Mind is going to have to get back on the same page. Now they've got to take on these guys. I tell you, though, if you are into the NXT scene, this was pretty cool. (laughs) A small spoiler, there's a lot more of this coming. And then we went right into a grudge match after this because it was Roxanne Perez taking on Cora Jade. Now, as I already mentioned, we don't get to talk about NXT much here on Ups and Downs. So I just want to say it's awesome seeing Cora get better every single week. And Roxanne Perez could be put on the main roster yesterday and she would absolutely smash it. So I want to make it very clear. I think they are very good wrestlers. But this match did not make any sense. And it was all fine before this, don't get me wrong. Roxanne got beaten up for a while, so she laid there going, oh, I'm dead, how am I ever going to win? When she was able to get back to her feet, when a kendo stick got involved. Now, the whole time they were fighting over this, and towards the end of the thing, Cora Jade decided, well, screw this, and she took a swing at Perez, but she missed. Now, instantly, I was like, well, that has to be a disqualification. If I come in the ring with a gun and I start firing bullets, but none of these bullets hit their intended targets, I absolutely should still be kicked out of the thing because I'm certifiably insane. We didn't do this because the ref was all like, oh, man, who cares? Just keep on competing. And then we did the spot where Perez had the stick, but she thought better about using it because, of course, she's pure of heart. But this created some kind of a distraction. So Cora Jade attacked her, gave her the DDT onto the damn stick, and then pinned her when she also took the stick and just shoved it right into her face. Now, I don't want to be a super nerd. Cue me being a super nerd. But like I've said, how does that make any sense? She definitely used this weapon. Okay, she didn't swing it and connect, but she did a move onto it, and she used it to hold her opponent down 
And everyone was just doing emoji shrugs like, yeah, we don't see a problem. So the ref should have just booted that out of the ring as soon as they could have done. And look, this doesn't take away from the performers. They're still really good. But by the end of it, I couldn't help but be a wrestling geek and be like, no, if I go and tell that to my non-wrestling friends, I will be slapped in the face. And I'm done being slapped in the face. So look, I appreciate the fact they tried something. It just didn't work for me. Scared it down. But then got a bunch of teases because it looks like Gallus is going after the NXT UK Championship because they were looking at Brooks and Jensen like, rah, let's have a fight. When we also cut to Apollo Crews and Bron Baker. Now, at first, Apollo was like, oh man, I hope you have a great match. But the whole time he was looking at the title like it was free ice cream and Breaker realized this. So there's some secrets. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by Better Help. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. They will have a really great match when we do get there, though, as did Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar. This was great. It also had cool stakes because it was an all or nothing street fight. Because, of course, if Santos lost, he was going to be kicked out of NXT. But if he won, Legado El Fantasma would be released from Tony D'Angelo's clutches. This has also been building for some time. So there was some meat on the bones <laughs> almost instantly because it was no disqualification. This chair was involved. And it was just smacking everybody in the head. It was Escobar who was able to get the better of this in the early going, though, which is why I presume at one point Stacks, who, of course, who'd come out with Big Tone, just decided to dive into the rest of Legado del Fantasma. So in about five minutes, you were like, yep, this thing is going to get crazy. That's why we also had a trash can and Simba the Steel Steps, as well as D'Angelo, suplexing Santos into a bunch of steel chairs. But you know the problem with this guy. He thinks he's a mob boss. So tying back into what I said a few seconds ago, he started to slap Santos around. And I told you people don't like this because Escobar got back to his feet 
punched him in the skull. This is when things started to level up even more because Stax got taken out with a crowbar, Escobar was running around with a bunch of brass knucks, Electra Lopez tried to get involved, and the whole time everybody was getting punched in the testicles. The point of all of this though is that we built to the fact that we had Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar down in the ring, and as they came to, they saw the crowbar on one side, they saw the brass knucks on the other, they both sprinted, they were able to grab their weapon of choice, and when they turned to each other, it was D'Angelo that swung first, he cracked Santos right in the head, you don't get up from that, it would really, really hurt, one, two, three, meaning Santos Escobar is gone from NXT. It also means Tony now rules the roost and he just has everybody in his crew, and I bet you he soon goes after Bron Breaker too. But honestly, seriously, once again, if Escobar pops up on Raw and SmackDown the next couple of weeks and we use him, right, he will absolutely fly. This was an entertaining match. It suddenly seems like Dexter Loomis is back everywhere as well because Indy Hartwell was in the back chatting to some people when somebody delivered her a letter. And honestly, if this wasn't meant to be Dexter, somebody has written some bad, bad storyline. We then got more teleportations though because Blair Davenport, she of NXT UK fame, walked into frame. She ripped up this letter and was all like, ha ha, I'm now going to go after the NXT Women's Championship. So that's a thing. I've seen it now and I can't unsee it. It's also probably a new feud which actually sounds quite good on paper. <laughs> Once again, don't worry, because later on I've got more. It also tied right into what was next, because it was Mandy Rose versus Zoe Starks for the Women's Championship. That's again pretty good. Now there had been a lot of chat before this, that this was the night, this was the day that we were going to switch that there championship belt. But I give you a small spoiler, we didn't. And instead, Mandy Rose got to the ring. She looked at Starks and was like, oh man, you're wearing knee brace. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to work over that joint and ensure you can never walk again. He gave her a good old beating for a while as well. And I thought this was really smart because it did tie into all this rhetoric. Because I think I'm a smart fan that knows everything, even though I know diddly squat. I was like, oh, well, Mandy is doing this because Zoe Sarks is going to mount her big comeback and she is going to win the title. And then we could all go out for peaches and cream. But once again, that was totally mistaken. That double two when Zoe was able to hit a modified GTS, which she has won matches with. But Mandy Rose rolled out the ring, so once again, it's like, no, they're just decent. They're just playing with us, and I'm sure it's going to happen. Straight after that, though, we got this great spot when Zoe went for her dropkick, but she got caught in the ropes. And, of course, her leg had been worked over this entire time. So when Mandy just started beating it down, and you had the visual of her being stuck in the ring... Well, it looked pretty terrible. They got even worse because, yes, Mandy did take off that knee brace. This is when Zark's flipped out and she hit all these near falls, some of which were like proper 2.999. But eventually, she got smacked by that Mandy Rose knee and I was like, oh my gosh, that's going to be it. But once again, it was a false finish and she got her shoulder up at the last second. It did kind of leave the champ without a plan, though. So she took this knee brace, she put it on her own leg, she ran at Zoe Starks and hit her with a second knee. And this time it had like extra weight to it. Down Starks went one, two, three. Like I've already told you, Mandy Rose is still your champion. This was so well done though. It was like watching Bambi's mother get killed. It just made your heart cry. And I presume that Zoe Starks could be getting a call up given that she is in that there women's tag team title tournament. But either way, I think they pulled this off and then some. 
have no idea what we do with Mandy Rose now. Get enough. We then learned that Grayson Waller has got a new talk show called The Waller Effect, which goes to show it doesn't matter how many new regimes we get in WWE, somebody is always going to have a talk show when it was time for our main event, Bron Breaker versus JD McDonough for the NXT world title. Now, I'll be the first to admit that I think this feud has been a little bit all over the place, and sometimes it's kind of worked, and sometimes it hadn't. But this was a solid match. I thought it ticked all the boxes it needed to do probably just drew a line under the whole thing. Breaker just ruined this man at the start as well, including hitting a vertical delayed suplex and just throwing him around the place. And he honestly was like McBain after he had gone hunting his favorite prey, that of man. At one point I was like, is JD actually gonna do anything? Cause he just being slapped. I mean, McDonough got so badly beaten up, we were told during a commercial he had popped his shoulder out and had to jar it back in. But during that, there was also this weird thing where like JD kind of punched Bron Breaker in the stomach over the ropes. He then did a springboard and that was meant to make you go, oh man, he's back into it. Now, I'll make this very clear. Soon after this, Bron Breaker was back going rah, but there was no reason why that would have taken him down given that he was like a runaway freight train. It is finally when JD came up with a plan because he was like, okay, well, everybody needs a neck. So I'll start working on that. And also he's a big guy. So if I use the Arkham Asylum technique of just stepping out of the way when it runs at me, he may bash into the corner. And that's exactly what happened. That allowed McDonough to lock on that cross face. But this is when we had the other problem. I sat there like, okay, well, that was pretty well done. But do I actually think that Bron Breaker is going to tap out on this evening? No, I do not. This was the same even after a top rope Spanish fly and a brain buster. And look, those two things were executed perfectly. But I just did not believe that Bron was going to go down for the one, two, three. And then he hit a spear. JD rolled out to the outside. So he put him back in. He hit another spear. And then McDonough was up with blood coming from his mouth. Going, I want another one. So he gave him another one. And then he hit the power slam. And he just pinned him. I was like, okay. I guess that's it. It was all right, though, like it was a perfectly serviceable match. Although what was really interesting is right after this, Tyler Bate, the current NXT UK champion, strolled to the ring and he got right in Bron Breaker's face. So I suppose not only are we going to that match, we listen to all the things I've said during this episode of Ups and Downs. It sounds like we're about to do NXT 2.0 versus NXT UK. Again, if you're a big fan, I don't see how that's bad. In fact, it may even be quite fun. Of course, though, we do have to mention the other side to this in that it does seem a little bit worrying for NXT UK right now because not only has a bunch of stars just jumped ship, but there were loads of rumors that recently the NXT UK tapings were delayed. But let's keep everything crossed and just hope that ultimately the roster is happy, healthy and is able to go somewhere and work. Outside of that, nothing else matters. And look, Heatwave was a perfectly fine show. If you do have a couple of hours to spare, I think you will enjoy it. It certainly tickled me. Regret doing that with my hand. Time to finish the video, but it's getting it up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 